Lucky for us, uh, our next guest, Charles Souza, he is finance minister of the province of Ontario, Canada. Uh, he's been here at the uh, Bloomberg Live Canadian Fixed Income Conference uh, earlier today, but uh, found our way to our studio. Welcome to Bloomberg Radio. Thank you very much. Great to be here. It is good to have you here. I always love when we can kind of get a window into other parts of the world. Um, talk to us a little bit about the economic turnaround I feel like you guys have had. Five years ago, you had one of the weakest growth profiles uh, when it came to the Canadian pro- provinces, and I think... You guys are now uh, expected to have the fastest, about 2.6% growth. How do you do that in five years? That's not easy. No, it's been pretty tough, actually. And, uh, you know, the province of Ontario has a diversified economy. We've worked hard to lessen our reliance on resources and the commodity risk. Right. And that was one of the reasons we got ourselves into a recession more quickly than others. Um, but we also stimulated. We did counter-cyclical fiscal policy. I've been coming here for the past six years uh, trying to persuade and encourage greater investment long-term so as to ensure that we recover. And we've invested heavily in education, heavily in healthcare, trying to ensure that we improve the diversity of our economy, both in fintech and in fiscal. Uh, the, the fiscal framework has enabled us to provide investments in infrastructure, $190 billion right. over 13 years, and more in, in construction around, uh, as I said, healthcare and education. But all of that is also trying to persuade and, and, and promote a dynamic business climate. So we've lowered uh, lower, lowered uh, taxes um, for businesses and others so that they can be more competitive. But talk to me too about, I feel like we have often over the last couple of years done a lot of stories when it comes um, to Canada more broadly, but uh, Ontario as well, about the housing and the importance of the housing market. How has that been an important engine for growth? Well, it's also a reflection of the of the improvement of our economy. I know that for the past five years that I've been coming here, the first question I get asked is, why hasn't the housing been corrected in, in, in Ontario when everywhere else around the world there's there's been massive reductions? And right. during that time, as I said, we've... We've invested heavily in infrastructure. We've invested heavily in our businesses and in our economy. And we've stimulated a high degree of foreign investment as well. We've been the top destination for foreign direct investment consistently for the past four years. We have huge amounts of immigration coming into Canada and into Ontario specifically with new uh, business opportunities. It's maintained great demand for housing. and But I have actually tempered that demand. Right. Because it was excessive year-over-year spike in housing prices. So I put in 16 measures to soften it so as not to have overcorrection should it occur. And that sort of gave us more of a soft landing. At the same time, it's still strong. Can I ask you, you know, you talk about the importance of immigrants coming in. When we've got such pushback globally, just look at the elections in Germany. Uh, You know, Angela Merkel certainly won, but there's been a pushback against her open-door policy or or being pretty open to immigrants coming into Germany. Um, Are you, do you think, go ahead, rest of the world, push back. And we'll welcome immigrants because it's really helped us out. Our economy in Canada, for that matter, the economy of the United States, has relied heavily on immigration all these years. Um, I'm a product of immigration. My father came to Canada in 1953. My uncle came to the United States in 1954. Um, All with the intent of finding opportunity. And they were investors. They were they were business builders. Right. They provided jobs. They initiated um, uh, economic prosperity. They didn't rely on the system. They took advantage of opportunities that existed. And in fact, my dad had a saying, there's room for everyone. Room for everyone to grow, room for everyone to do business and compete. In fact, the more you compete, the more business you have, the greater your opportunities I'll have because you'll be buying from me too. And then he also says there's a lot of opportunity uh, 
for people to grow and, and with education. And he was a big promoter of that. And when you help each other, everyone helps themselves. And Ontario, Canada requires immigration because we can't meet the demand of those businesses and those jobs that are, that are that are needed. And we need that talent. But does it, I understand, but does it surprise you that there's so much pushback and that countries, the United States, our president certainly considering and already, you know, signing executive orders to push back against immigrants coming into this country. Does it surprise you? Does it also at the same time say, fine, you do it. We're going to welcome even more because you understand the impact it has to your broader economy. Yeah, we, uh, over the years, I used to be Minister of Immigration some years back for the province. And we used to have around 75% of all immigrants that came to, the, to, to Canada were economic immigrants, people that came with money and came with the opportunity to, to create jobs. Right. Um, there are refugees. There are, there are settlement requirements. There are family reunification. Those things exist. But there are also tremendous opportunity from those who build our economy. And I'll leave it to the various jurisdictions around the world what it is they should do. We rely on approximately 200,000 immigrants every year to Canada. Mm-hmm. Ontario gets about 75 to 200,000 of those. Um, what other policies do you want to bring to Ontario? Well, we want to balance the books. We've uh, we've been achieving our targets. In fact, last year alone, we uh, we beat our targets by three point three billion dollars in terms of our deficit. It's now down to well under nine hundred ninety two million dollars. Next year, uh, we're balancing this year, next year, and the year after that. Uh, our uh, our, our GDP, our debt to GDP, is is lower than it was anticipated, around thirty seven percent, and uh, our economy is growing. We uh, represent approximately forty some odd percent of Canada mm-hmm. in economic growth, and uh, it's coming upon all of us to work together to achieve that support. And of course, we're working closely with our our counterparts in other provinces to make sure they do well as well. You talked about the diversification of the economy, investing in healthcare, investing in education, and other areas. How diversified is the economy at this point? Because I feel like everybody who comes on, whether it's a governor or a mayor, you know, certainly in the United States, they talk about the importance of diversifying. They're trying to create tech hubs and so on and so forth. Talk to us, though, about how diversified you've come and, and how that has changed things. Yeah, we got about our agri-food processing represents about 11% of our GDP. Our financial services sector represents about 10% of our GDP. Our manufacturing sector is around 11, 8 to 11%, depending upon the situation. That's advanced manufacturing as well. Our resource base and commodities are represent a large portion, but it is not the largest GDP contributor. How much it is it? Well, how it much is, is it, though, still? So what, uh, the largest contributor is still agri-food and, and, and manufacturing. Yeah. Uh, we have a large auto sector that we're trying to work closely with the United States. In fact, the United States, with Ontario, has a surplus. 28 states have trade with Ontario. We uh, do have a very um, symbiotic um, mm-hmm. relationship. And it's you, important you for us. You realize it when you go up to Michigan, you go to Detroit, you realize, first of all, geographically how close everything is, and you realize the relationship that's yeah, between the those two countries. Yeah, the Great Lakes states have a great, 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 uh, we've had a long, long partnership with, with, with the United States, obviously. Um, but no, for Ontario, for Canada, I suspect for all jurisdictions, it's important for us to diversify, and we're achieving results. And again, we're thinking long term. We're not making election cycle or short term decisions. These things take time, and we are investing for the future. Sir, thank you so much. Much appreciated. Thank you, uh, Charles Souza. He's finance minister of the province of Ontario, Canada. Obviously based in Toronto, in our Bloomberg eleven three zero studio.